When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here for Full Time Devils. This is the Full Time Devils podcast and we have reached a milestone. We are now up to episode 30, which is obviously at the same age as me and Webby. Webby is joining me today. Webby, good to have you back on. Good afternoon, sir. And also joining us from that United family, it's Carl Edgar. Carl, welcome again. Good to have you on again as well. Thanks for having me. Um, And we may have a cameo from someone who's stuck. (laughs) Hey, that old changing tire, yeah, that old chestnut changing tires. Yeah. I'll uh, we'll wait and see if that happens before we start bragging about it, or I was <laughs> say bragging about it before we start pushing it and uh, saying it's gonna happen. Um, guys, we're, we're recording this, filming this the day after the England game. Um, first of all, we're gonna talk about a little bit about the England game. I know none of us are massive England fans, so we won't dwell on it too much. The most important thing for me, Marcus Rashford getting a goal and playing really well. Okay, it was against the poor Bulgaria team, if we're being brutally honest. But he had a good game and he, he looked comfortable. Webby, start with you. What did you make of, of Marcus and, as, I suppose, Maguire as well? We'll start with Marcus. What did you make of Marcus's performance? Do you want the truth? Go on. Didn't see a ball. Right, there, there we go. go. That's that covered. Cheers, that, Webby. I was cleaning next door's car. <laughs> as I do with every England game. Cleaning not interested, cars, not bothered. Cleaning next door's car. Cleaning next door's car, not bothered. Sorry right. about that, folks, but... There's two, there's two that, teams for me, United and the United Reserves, and then, you know, just got no, got no bother, not, not bothered. Go is that a euphemism, by the way? I was cleaning next door's cow, is that what you're actually doing? I do every time England play. All oh, right, I thought I didn't know. He's Scottish as well, exactly. so he gets a double, double Clean one. Cleaning next door's cow, you know what I mean? It might mean you leave no, out bricks or something. No, I jeez. You know my, quick story, when I worked for United, I went down with the players, and then United had six, seven players on the pitch, and a full crowd at Wembley stand up if you hate man you that day for me the national team went to Everton thank right. you fair enough I'm, uh, I'm I'm sort of with you I'm not a massive England fan I um, I did watch him join the World Cup and I will watch now and again it was on last night there was nothing else on missus was out I thought carry on camping was on G <laughs> oh, that's, classic that's, that's a classic, classic that, hey, that's a good one isn't it Mr Fiddler yes is that one where um, welcome to paradise yeah Babs wins, wins yeah. at uh, finest Classic. Um, Carl's shaking his head. Oh, he hasn't got a jar of glue, what we're on about. I have not, mate. Uh, Carl, did you watch the England game? No. But right. I do... Tell uh, you what, this is insightful analysis of the England match. <laughs> top analysis. I don't watch it. I don't... I don't rarely ever watch Fair a full enough. game. If you don't but watch it, you don't I always it. catch up on like the goals and, and the highlights, you know, the clips on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. I won't not watch the, the highlights. Well, I didn't watch the other one the other week. Czech Republic. I didn't watch that, but I... Did like really play? Bulgaria. Bulgaria. No, I mean last week. Did you it was Czech Republic the week last did week. Did you win? No, they got beat. Oh. We actually did get beat, yeah. Yeah. 2-1, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2-1. But he won 6-0. Uh, Marcus Rashford got a goal. He was oh, he was the, on the left-hand side. I said, did he start on the left? Of a front three. So it was him, Kane and Sterling. He was on the left. He scored a good goal. Not only did he score a good goal, he played well. He, he links up well with the others. He was getting down the left wing, um, pinging in some nice balls as well. Um, yes, Bulgaria were piss poor. 
but Marcus played well. And before the game, I tweeted, you know, he needs a rest. And obviously, I was and I got my face because he, he scored about two minutes later. That's a wonderful. We've seen that Bulgaria a few years back. You know. Yeah, World Cup semi final, then Stoich coughing all that was Stoich yeah. and then Berber. Berber, yeah. I think they're far removed from those yes. um, glory days. They were obviously, I've not seen any match, but I've seen what what happened. Yeah, I mean, we know, have to talk about yeah. it. Uh, unfortunately, it's still going on. We know it is racism. There was racist chanting last night. Bulgarian fans, um, as probably everyone who's listening, this must know. You must have buried in a cave if you've not heard about this. Uh, UEFA, I think, was in implementing this new rule where it's almost like three strikes and you're out. Right. So the first strike, forgive me if I've got this wrong, I'm not all favour at all, but it's more or less a warning or the coach gets told about it if it's racist chanting is reported. Then there's, I think there's an announcement over the tannoy, yep. the yeah, second yeah. warning, yeah. which is what it got to last night. And then the third warning, well, they're in the third, I think the third is the game's abandoned. Right. But wasn't they already serving a ban because yeah, loads of it closed red, off loads yeah. of the ground yeah, closed off because of it it. whether it would have been full is another matter of fact but with England in town you normally get a full stadium don't you yeah I was playing but you know it's you know it's each, each time you, you read about it and you think it's going away and it's not going away you know and I've seen the clips this morning uh, and it's disgraceful you know it's disgraceful obviously I'm not an England fan but whoever's seen playing then I noticed they had a clean in their team, so what does that say for, for what does that do for them? Yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's sad world. And uh, I seen a comment uh about the Brenton thing again about his sponsor on his shorts and that was treble a fine that he's got done for making monkey noises. Your wafer have got a massive problem. Someone's got to be hit hard and maybe get kicked out of a tournament or some a team gets banned for so many years. But would that stop it? You know? Well, this is the thing, right? And everyone was sort of after the game. People were talking about it on analysis. Ian Wright was on the analysis, and I like what Ian Wright said. He said that you know when he was playing, and you're whether you'll probably relate to this from going into football in the eighties and nineties, early nineties. Anyway, you said fucking seventies. And the seventies, <laughs> you're on your own on that one, mate. Um, but he said he said his generation of players were like Martin Luther King. He said this generation are more like Malcolm X. So what he meant by that was his generation, the likes of Ian Wright, Silver Regis, um, Viv Anderson, um, Laurie Cunningham, and all them. What Remy Moses, who you you know well, they they sort of were expected or had to almost put up with it and turn a blind eye and just get on with the game and not not react to it. That was a sort of expectation in the eighties. Sorry, Jay, I'll, no, no, I'll, I'll always remember the game at Old Trafford and it's a point in game yeah. West Bromwich Albion, you know. And Gerald Sinstad actually said on commentary about the races coming from the Manchester United fans. It's probably one of the best games you probably see at Old Trafford. Is uh, this a 5-3, was it? Man United 3, West Bromwich Albion 5, you know, and a great game of football, but spoilt by that. And yeah. the commentator saying it, and you don't think with it being at United, but if you speak to the likes of Sam Smart and Coco, God rest his soul, they, had to, they actually got abused on the terraces on it to go and watch their team and they stuck with it. Any other lad, some other lads could have just backdoored it, never gone to Old Trafford again. But they stuck with it and stuck with it and stuck with it and <coughs> unfortunately, it's still about, I heard it the other week at Old Trafford, you know, and it's, it wasn't, I couldn't get to him, mm. but I knew where it was coming from and it was a racist remark and it was like, it went over everyone's head, you know, and it's, it's just like there's just no need for it, is there? There is no, no. need for anyone to discriminate against you know color, race, religion. Do you know what I mean? There's, just, there's no room for it anywhere, and it's, it's sad to see that you know 2019. You got 
pretty much a, a, a stadium full of Bulgarian fans. Just yeah, and ev- and every we're not just there, but everywhere like people just shouting racist remarks at players for you know you know misplacing a pass or yeah. you know. I it's, think it was. I've got good, good, some good friends from Bulgaria, big yeah. United fans, very good friends, and one of them texted me last night. I read it this morning. I'm really sorry about it. So it was like he was apologising mm. for his own. You know when it and it, I could see the upset in his text and yeah. he's over Saturday he's over Friday for the game he probably comes to say 80% of the home games you know that's a proper fan for me yeah. you know, it's not cheap we're quite lucky yeah. we're very lucky not quite lucky we're very lucky very lucky uh, and he was apologising for his country and at first I didn't have a scooby what he was going on about and then until I seen it uh, on the news people speaking about him work this morning Sad, sad, sad day for football. It is sad, and um, going back to what I mean, you mentioned there about the dark days of uh, of the seventies uh, and the eighties, and what Ian Wright was saying now is sort of players don't have to put with that, and players have got more power where if they don't think that they're not happy with that, then I think it's only a matter of time before we start seeing players walk off the pitch. I think I it's getting it. to that point, mm. um, which you know you might have different views on that. I, I, the, I, one sort of thing I would say if I came into work and I was racially abused, I'd go. Yeah. yeah, of course you would. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't stay in work thinking, oh yeah, I'll just take this on the chin. So just because you're getting paid a lot of money doesn't mean that should be any different. It's a nonsense. You shouldn't have to listen to that. Yeah. But just one thing, throw cards for you get. I do think as well, there's a lot of back uh, patting going on amongst like the English press and all the rest of it. And, and it's, you know, what, what Bulgaria did was wrong and the English players handled it superbly, especially, you know, the, the sort of the, the way that, yep, yeah, Tano Ming said, listen, I'm not having that, point it out. The players obviously carried on performing and, and tore Bulgaria apart. But, you know, we have to get our own house in order as well. It's no good just pointing a finger and going at Bulgaria. You know, you, you look at it, we had, what was it, four match bans, I think, John Telly got when he got done for racism. Mm-hmm. Suarez, I think he got an eight-match ban. But if you look at the way Evra or look at the way Anton Ferdinand were treated, you know, we've seen bananas thrown on, banana skins thrown on the pitch. Millwall, I think they got a 10 mm-hmm. grand fine for a whole stand of, of racist chanting. So... It's not just about Bulgaria, or obviously last fight um, on uh, Monday night, their, their fans were disgraced by and large. But you know, it goes on. We all know it's still going on in the Premier League, unfortunately. And I think we need to get a, a was it, out. Wasn't a bit of gold? Get me from wrong. Was it an Italian player went to walk off and he got booked? Yeah, yeah. But Italy's gonna, got Italy's got its issues. Well, the match yeah, I was reading this morning. The match commander was it, Italian from last night's game. He was in charge from UEFA. No, he should be right on it. Yeah. He should be right on it. I've seen that that Lukaku thing, you know, that was absolutely disgraceful, you know. And I wouldn't blame these players walking up, but then they're going to get hammered. Yeah. You know, how much I can you check? Like you said, if you was in work, you come in here and someone says, you want to stay here for five minutes, you'd, you'd be off home. I think there's sort of the point, I think, I can't remember who made it last night, I think it might be, it might have been uh, Lee Dixon who was on commentary, or it might have been Ian Wright, or it might have been Keno, one of them anyway said, if you're going to walk off, you need to walk off together. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it can't just be one or you two. Know, if, yeah. if that happened at, say, Old Trafford on Sunday, you wouldn't expect just to see, you know, Marcus Rashford walk off on his own. Or no. No, And Wamba Saka. Yeah, yeah everyone, you, everyone needs together. to go, yeah. So it's like, you can't just say, well, it's one player. It's like, no, we're not having it. Because let's face facts, if you went into work and your mate was getting a load of grief, you'd be off, right? Okay. Exactly, yeah. You wouldn't just say, well, well it's not, not to do, mate. So, yeah, it is sort of still, got, well, it's still going on. You ready for a try on this? I hope it has an effect. I hope that what's the answer? What's the answer, lads? What 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 is, what's going to make people sit down and say, "Listen, enough is enough." I think I think is it is it throwing a team out? Yeah, I think that's got to be it. Yeah. Throwing a team out, and you know, and you, I, I seen before. Well, I seen in the paper this morning that 
Their captain went over to the. Yeah, he had a word with you him. You know, you know, he shouldn't have to do that. He's concentrating on the game, yeah. trying to get his team. I think that's the only thing they do. You wait for. I've got to have the balls to say, yeah. listen, your team not playing the next two competitions. Yeah. Well, I think you know, you'll know yourself, Webby, and I sort of saw a little bit of this. In and you were talking about some of the lads there that have went before us, you know, Simon and Coco. You got to a point where at Old Trafford, if someone was doing that, they get pulled up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like someone like. But not so much in the early seventies. I think it was no, part, no, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, what like I mean. Part of part now. Yeah, yeah, part of part. Everyone used to laugh at you. Yeah. You know, I can remember going as late seventies, early eighties, a little kid from Clayton with a with a big afro getting absolutely abused yeah. and ready to turn me back on football. Yeah. Then I thought, no. And then you'd see someone else in the ground and they'd come closer to your next game and then that two or three become nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then it just seemed to drift and he got the other occasion, you know. And that the other way, I forget what match it was, I think it was a Leicester game against that kid with a big air. Chowdery. Yeah. yeah. So I was slotting the United fan. I couldn't, he was about eight rows behind. I was dying to get up and join him. Yeah. And then I get nicked, lose my season yeah. ticket, and he goes away scot free. But there's people around him who were like distance himself. You know, and it, it was such a way. I think that's it. That's what I mean. That's sort of you know an example of how it's changing now. If you are doing some like fans around you, it's not their job to police it, but they usually they will say something. They won't have anything yeah. to do with it. And I think that's that's you know what the attitude has got to change in fans as well. If they know they're going to get chucked out of a competition and someone's doing that, they're probably going to pull them on it. Yeah. And I think you're right. We, you know, it's it's sad that there the will be like your mate from Bulgaria who's got nothing to do with it, who could end up missing out on seeing his team playing a competition. But you know, fines, stadium bans, all cutting it's off. It's not, not working. Not, it's is not it? working. No, I think I think it needs to start. Like I think big company like companies like UEFA and FIFA yeah. they overlook it, but they're well, not overlook it as such. But I think they they go with the mindset right. Oh, they're footballers. Does that make sense? Ah, oh, the football, they get paid loads of money, they should just deal with it. And and and, and that's not the case because at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're me and you, they? they're human beings. Yeah. You know, some of them are kids as well, aren't they? Exactly. And it's, you know, I mean? you know it, must, it, some, it must affect them. They must yeah. go home and, and feel, I know they all post on like the whole England team last last night posted, you know, great game, well done boys, but racism, you know, stand together, blah, blah, yeah. blah, which is nice to see, but it's got to affect Cool, young lads yeah. like Rashford like, you know what you say he's only 21 they've got, oh, he's yeah. got to go home and go oh, this is shit do you know what I mean is yeah. it worth the hassle exactly is exactly. it worth the hassle that's what it'll come to Jaden Sancho mentioned something about it didn't he a few weeks ago and he, I think he got John Barnes gave him a bit of grief for it but he was saying I think I don't think he was saying about quitting football but maybe like walking off and stuff, you know if he put with it you know why should you have to listen to that and I think he was right to do that and it was yeah, good to hear young players Please talking out about it. I like Raheem Sterling as well. Raheem Sterling's very like proactive in trying to stop it's, it, and, he, and he, he always comes out and says the right things, and he does, he goes about it the right way. I think sometimes when they come out and say it, you get the absolute clowns, i.e. social media, start hammering them, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And it makes you know you look at that United fan who who attacked him and racially abused him outside the training Amazing. ground. I was absolutely absolute I was absolutely angered that that clown yeah. had had probably been inside Old Trafford maybe once. But for him to do that, you know, it's it, it's naughty, you know. So it's like saying something's got to be done. Someone's got to be made. Even it's like that. Apparently, there's a group of fans of fifty or sixty yeah, the cul- cul- culprits, and then reading again going on. It was still carrying on after they left. Not yeah. as bad, but there's still elements in the other stands where it's doing. So I think UEFA, FIFA, I've got to have the balls to hit one one country and say, listen, we're just not having it. Yeah, simple. Mm. There we go. Anyway. <laughs> On to happier know, things, <laughs> yeah, if know. I can say that, not really. Sunday, feeling confident? I said the other week we won't get beat, you know. Mm. 
We won't get beat. We, right, as a, as, a, as a United fan, I would do no more. I'd give everything to be on that pitch Sunday. Yeah. Now, if people can't get up for Mate, Liverpool... The way Arringer's going, take your boots, you might get a No, we'll be all right for Sunday. We'll be all for Sunday. But these players have got to show passion, yeah. pride, yeah. balls. Yeah. Because don't get me wrong, and I ain't saying it, Liverpool are a good team now, and it mm. hurts me saying it. Well, they're the European champions, so whichever way you look at it, and they've won 17 on the trot, so... I don't think but they can be any that, revelation. The last that, couple of games have been very, very unfortunate. They look a bit ropey at the back, end they, as well? At the very, very fortunate they have been yeah. the last couple of games. So we've got to go to this game. Forget about the league position. It's Manchester United versus Liverpool. If we were bottom and they were second bottom, it'd still be the biggest game in the world. On that note, <laughs> hey, just as that said, uh, there might be a cameo from see, someone. Mate. And... Um, and he's just it's just in time we've spoken about the nonsense oh, from I know yeah I forgot to say that actually we had a bit in the dark because it's Halloween it's Halloween and we're, we're on we're on it one of the lights Carl's done his bit with the lights but we um, haven't put a fiver in the meter yeah we haven't put a fiver in the meter we're on a budget here um, we've, we've spoken about last night get all that your nonsense. super chats in we need electric yes <laughs> straight in with that Michael. well done lad uh, we've, we've spoken about last night and all that nonsense and now we're on to the, the happier times of Liverpool this, this mm. Sunday. Webby thinks we're going to win. No, I just don't think... We'll It'd get be beat. typical, wouldn't it? I just don't think we'll get beat, mate. Because I was just saying before you, you joined us, pal, that if you can't get up for this match, you want to call it a day. You, you don't want to be at the club. Now, hopefully, with a few of the injured players back, to back to what we kept, which is his best team, then I think we can get at Liverpool. But we've got to be at the races, mate. If we're not at the races... And we play like we did at Newcastle and previous to that, mate, we could be behind It feels chair. like that time we played Chelsea, remember when Fletch scored the header? Yes. 1-0. Mm. Yes. And we were, we were a bit better then. Yeah, and also <laughs> like Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea was uh, probably the, the same the top point, team, weren't yeah, they? And not been beat, um, you know. And, and we beat the header. Damage was like, was a good header. Yeah, yeah, we got well. absolutely battered that game. But, lads, if we can't get up for Liverpool, the players cannot get up for Liverpool. I think the most important thing is you look at Anthony Martial's back in training. Um, Marcus Rashford scored this week. You look at Paul Pogba potentially back. Shaw Wambasaka. Wambasaka back. I think yeah, possibly, yeah. I think when you look at the way Manchester United played, I think earlier in the season Wambasaka was the man that was touching the ball the most. Yeah. And I think that you find fullbacks in football have become possibly the most important position. You no longer have natural wingers in a game. Yeah. Um, wingers are dead. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I think I think since four four two's gone, you haven't really no, got an out and out winger. You're either yeah. you're either uh, you're part of a front three, or you're or a wing, wing back, yeah. and then anybody else wants to be a number ten. I yeah. remember when everyone wanted to be a winger back in the day, yeah. and then everyone kind of fell into this. Oh, I want to be a number ten. You remember Yanazai, Andreas Pereira, like all these players yeah. that you know. You just think, what are they? They haven't really got a position. And where was where was I going with that? I don't know where I was going. Just about the fact that, you know, players are back. Um. We've got players back. It's, yeah. it's important. Um, it's important to have those players back, especially Aaron Wan-Bissaka um, going forward. Luke Shaw, I'm not too sure of. Did you Would see you that Spencer Shaw? video? Did you play Shaw? Spencer FC's video on Sky. No, I've not seen it. Happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah, it's just the one where he, had, he spent like hundreds of millions. Spent put- 600 million. We still got Luke Shaw at left no, back. Come on. No Martial. Rashford starting. It's like... <laughs> Spencer, I love I love Webby. Uncle Webby's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, hey, just on that internet, on that internet. Hey, who's this? No, but Declan Rice, hundred oh, million. God, no, There's a right. video on Squawker. Right. There was a video on Squawker. Right. There was a video on Squawker. Right. 
And the bloke, oh, actually, um, will, it, will it get pulled if I play their audio? It Give might them do, a plug, Squawker, check them out. There you go. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you go, no, you don't want to check them out. They're talking to mentalists. All oh, right, okay. I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> they are talking. Gas drink water. They are talking to involved. mentalists. <laughs> yeah, and the guy basically said he's the best player he's ever seen. Who's that? Declan Rice. Who said this? Who's that? Some West Ham fan. Was he sat in the gusser covered in his own body? So, so doing all this bloke was from West Ham. He said, he said, he said, he's better than Bobby Moore. Call it, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. No, wait a minute. Just tell you what, right? Bobby Moore was overrated. Bobby Moore was a pet and Declan Rice, mate. You can be overrated <laughs> whatever you want. Nobby Styles gave Bobby Moore a career. Hey, do you, don't, let's not forget, right? Alf Ramsey was thinking of dropping uh, Bobby Moore for the 66 final. Do you know that for Norman Hunter? But anyway. No, but he's not. No, he's, and let's be real. If Duncan Edwards never passed, God bless yeah, his soul. God bless him. Yeah. Um, that trophy. We'd have a statue of him outside. Well, we wouldn't, would we? No. They wouldn't. They wouldn't build a statue to a bloke from the Midlands. Do you know what I said to my missus after one of the cup final ones? Meet me at the Bobby Moore statue. She couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half, we'd we'll be looking for each other. No, but no, certainly you know, no. I, it would have helped so, if you went to the Bobby Moore statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on the coach on the way home. Looking over the years at West Ham, obviously, you've not won a bowl of soup since 70 odd of this, you know that. You know. 81 won it. Well, whatever, won it. Yeah. Uh, I was they've had some ball. decent players, you know. De Canio was, was, was good in his time, you know, they've had Love decent players. Bonds, Lampard, dude, they had good, good players, <laughs> Alvin Martin. But to say Declan Rice right, was better this anyway. Is, this is an elderly West Ham fan and has watched Bobby Moore and on watched Sporker. Declan Rice. And he's, he's come to the conclusion that Declan Rice it was better he's better than Bobby Moore was he's fucking mm. I'll tweet the video I'll, listen I was only you know I'll tweet the video I'm sure Squawker will copyright my tweet so that's just the sort of clickbait drivel that people come out of though isn't it do you know but I, mean? I think like, people start to believe these things they do they do you don't and I've not seen a lot of that that kid he's, he looks half decent but don't start mentioning him about in that calibre well that's not players. put much pressure anyway. on him anyway you know what I mean? Right. We, will, we will get he's back to him. He's worth 100 million and he's better than Bobby Moore. So, no just doubt. Just write him off now. Forget about West Ham, the bubble blowing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, grown men blowing bubbles. You're talking about, um, we, were talk we were talking about Liverpool Nick game. Like that. Um, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> there's an interesting article in The Athletic. <laughs> you are friends of the channel. Is this is a plug? Yes, it is. Uh, hey, did you like how smooth I like did that? that? You can't that even tell. Segway. I've actually got a piece of paper in my hand. Um, no, if you don't know about the athletic, where have you been for the past six months? Um, a lot of the sort of most prominent football writers have joined the athletic. It is the new home of football writing. Um, Daniel Taylor, I think, just announced he joined this week. Uh, we knew that was happening anyway. David Ornstein's there. Laurie Whitwell, who we've had on the show, Mac has interviewed him a few times, has joined um, as as. Andy Mitten, I think, is writing for him. Loads of writers for him anyway. Orny. Orny, David Ornstein. He's on there. You um, know what? Basically, they're signing up all the good ones and then Neil Costis is just He's, lo he's looking with his nose against the glass at the athletic office <laughs> going, I don't like you anyway. You're all bunch <laughs> It's all rubbish, yeah. I remember, <laughs> carry on with your plug. Yeah, no sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to go into a Neil Costas story. Don't worry, we're having to do this again next week. Um, but yeah, we've been interviewing Laurie Whitwell from The Athletic. He's done a recent article. He did a really good one, I think with Adam Craft and a few others, about Ed Woodward. If you've not read that, you should check it out. It was actually quite scary, some of the things they, they found out about Ed Woodward and the sort of the way he operates and the control that he has. Um, but they've also You know who I am? Exactly, that's one of the, the sayings that he came out with. Um, but I was reading something by Louis Sahar, and he was talking about the passion, giving up for the Liverpool game, 
Um, and also, like, you know, people give Gary Neville a lot of stick. Adam's always arguing with him. I love Gary Neville. Um, but, you know, he the, the best like is really. The like yeah. that, really. <laughs> yeah. um, just one way. But he was saying that Gary Neville's got that sort of passion that you want from a United player, that, and that's what's lacking a little bit of Webby going back to what you were saying um, about some of the players just not being up for it in the, mate, the way they should be. And whether you agree with that or not, it was quite insightful, and it's good to hear from uh, different opinions as well. And obviously, someone like Louis Saha, who was at United not for a, a really long time. Rooney's for, best partner. He, Louis Zaha. There was a time when Louis Saha really did smash it up. So we've got a, um, a deal with him, and we've got a promotion code. So you'll get fifty percent off your yearly subscription, which is two pound fifty per month with that code. Go to theathletic.co.uk forward slash full-time devils the link is in the description and as i've said before they've got some great writers on there lots of good united content and articles so season c's apply check out the link in the description for this podcast if you're watching on youtube it's in the the link there as well i'm on it i'm on it he's all over it my bank card changed this week though so i had an email off him saying like you haven't paid yet nice one i saw i changed (laughs) i I, I, I paid you don't worry uh, well, like I said, you've got all the best football writers out there. It is the home of football writing. Loads of Manchester United content, loads of Manchester United writing, um, football features, interviews as well. So do check it out. Um, as I was saying, we were talking about who's back for the Liverpool game, talking about the importance of fullbacks and now there's no wingers. One player who might fall into that category who's been in the papers a lot this week, maybe not for good reasons as well, is Daniel James. Daniel James. What did you make of Concussion Gate? Which seemed to infuriate Twitter if he's, because everyone thought Ryan he was Geek out said he was then, an act, acting. Yeah, Daniel James said he wasn't knocked out. He looked knocked the fuck it, out. It looked dead, didn't he? All I was waiting for of... was Smokey to stand over him and say, "You got knocked the fuck yeah. out." I love that film. Yeah, um, it was. It was. Do, do you think if he's an actor, is a good actor? Uh, it, it was worrying if he's. An I actor. think they protected the medical team. Uh, do I have to say allegedly around them kind of things? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, I just have a feeling that they... It worries me though when he's saying it was acting and Giggsy's coming out of that because then I'm sort of thinking he's already got a bit of a name for himself yeah. and now if you, you're getting a name not for yourself of pretending to be sparked out. <laughs> you know, what worries me is if he actually does suffer an injury and the ref goes out, he's only pretending. Do you not think it actually hurt and you just like taking his... I don't know, You know, man. just like just having a little bit of a lie down thinking just gathering his thoughts and not like... No, but it's the way he kind of... It looked like dead weight. Yeah, for a for a split, split second, it, it looked like, like the Undertaker, didn't it? Dead weight. Unless he was out, and Dumb. he's just like no one heard. I was just waiting for Paul Bearer to come on. Whoever he knows. But the thing, but the thing is, well, obviously his, his first few bookings, obviously the game at Wolves where he did get fouled and got booked mm. for diving. Sucking it's just going to go against him. Like what you said, he could get a serious injury to need medical attention, and he'd say, oh. That's what worries me because he's already got a little bit of reputation, which I think is unfair. But yeah. things like that. So as Giggs, Giggsy, that I feel like Giggsy and James, it was kind of like, right, we're gonna have to mm. come out with somewhere because otherwise we've, we're in trouble here. Did he call him Streetwise? Giggsy come out and said, it, yeah, he's like a bit that. Streetwise from Dan James. Like. I don't know if it is Streetwise. I used to drive a Rover Streetwise. That was dreadful times. It used to be a Streetwise Sports in Stratford. Do you remember? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was yeah. It short, didn't it? years ago. Madhouse. I don't, I don't remember Madhouse. Remember that coming to the me. We've got one now. We're in Old Trafford. Yeah. It's in the dugout, innit? But you know what worries me about that as well is. Yeah, but, but sorry, but something about have they have tests at half time or something? Who's taking these tests? What tests? They have some concussion tests, don't they, at half time to let them come back on. You know, so yeah, give them our team at kicker. Yeah, apparently some some tests you have to go through to get where you wait for or whoever's in charge to pass them and come back on. So what's happened there? 
So is it what Carl was saying is you're just getting his thoughts together and you know like yourself you've been hurt and you're thinking a bit more time here you don't know but it wasn't Tyson that was style. It? yeah he looked so, dead weight unless he has gone out and he's just got and he, it's for like a split second he might not know I don't know if it's just me and me liking conspiracy theories and stuff but I feel like go on they were covering the medical team the medical team shouldn't have let him play on yeah. he seemed fine for the rest of the game yeah. but concussion's one of them innit yeah. dangerous game Anthony Joshua would tell you he didn't have concussion in the fight and he, he should have fought on but he clearly did have concussion yeah and that's the thing you, you, you yourself might not realise mm. might not know sometimes you need protecting what worried me though well not worried me but sort of showed where we're at was the fact that when I first saw that on Twitter I wasn't watching the game and I thought he could be out it was like we're not fucking devastating out. I, th- I saw him play, he played quite like, well no. against a good Croatia side. I thought Wales did all right. Um, should have probably won. Had the chances. Danny yeah. James, a few times. He'd beat a man. Final ball again. Yeah, I know. But if he gets that final ball, I think because of his pace, um, he's, he, he'd be deadly. And he, he could be a key player against against the Scouts. Just saying that, obviously, if you look back from the first game of the season, he didn't play. He come on a sub dinner. Mm. Uh, Pereira played. Martial, Rashford. If everyone's fit, is it time we take him out there? Because he's played that many... Because no one expected him to play all these games, did we? Could be useful as a sub as well. Yes. Um, with the way their fullbacks but what, like to bomb forward. But, yeah. but what gets me is that if he doesn't play, who's going to go in there? Because for Christ's sake, he's not Pereira. Please. Will if Martial starts up top, Rashford, Rashford possibly. Left. Rashford on the left. It's I think right. he's shown that he needs to be on the left. Yeah. And then against Liverpool, I know Lingard's injured, but he would be the ideal player for this game. Uh, yeah. If he was informed, he's not informed. I would have that. I would have James on the right, you know, against Liverpool. Yeah, I would. I think I'd it's time after that to probably. You're I'd have him getting down Robinson. there. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a weak. I, I get hammered for this. I've said it on Twitter before. I think there is a little bit of a weakness in, in, in Robertson's defensive game. Not a lot, but you you can catch him out there. He's he's not he's not as good defensively as Alan Bissaka is, for example. He's just. A lot better going forward. It's the same as Trent as well. They're yeah. both suspect. At there is there is a, a, a slight weakness. I don't mean he's, he's poor defensively. But I think I think, think James could get as well. That's yeah yeah you're right. I think they play more on the front. And you can so you think like if, if he's down the other end and James does pick up the ball, he's got a hell of a job to get back at him. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing James on the right against. It might suit it might suit him a bit better as well because the scouts are going to be on the front foot and they are going to push us back. It will leave leave space in behind. We just missed Marshall and we, man. We've missed we've missed a striker. Well, the thing is, he's probably not ready to start, so we probably are going to be going in, into Rashford. I think he'll play. Marcel, I think he'll do you think play. he's just been protecting him with this yeah. game in mind yeah. rather than rushing him back? Maybe because every time I've seen some posts on, he's been training and all that, so I reckon that he could be hopefully because we're not half missed. We've him. missed him, innit? Mm. Fucking hell. Didn't want to finish. Mm. Rashford's goal was good against Eng- for for England against Bulgaria. Yeah, but why can he do that when he's playing from the left and not through the middle? I think he's just more comfortable. I think I think there's partly when you're through the middle, you that, know, you've got you've got you've, you've got two centre halves for starters yeah. rather than one fullback. Especially when you're playing in a one striker system, you're up against two strikers. It's probably easier for them to manage you in terms of uh, one of you marking, one of you drop off, yeah. I'll pass him on. And I think from a, from a wider position, he's got he can cut inside, he can go outside. He's it, that's he don't have a, a, a bags of skill, Marcus Rashford. But the one thing he does have is that little chop where he yeah. he'll change direction really quickly. Got really quick feet, from yeah. a wider position, he can he can do that a lot. I think he is 
going to have to get used to that position. When you look at Sterling, Sancho, Kane for England, he's going to have to get used to playing out on the left. Which is, which for is for United as well, he's yeah. going to have to get used to playing out on the left. I think if you play him, uh, lads, I think then oh, if everyone's fit, he goes left. Got and he, and he, he, does, he does a job there for me. Mm. And I do feel something going down the middle mm. and, and I see some criticism at Newcastle about him not getting in front of defenders, but he was getting no service. Mm. I do see a few times though where he could... Make that yeah, run. There you know, be them, two, them yeah. greedy runs. Yes. Be a little bit alert for it. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah. I think it was a couple... Got Dan, a Dan, Dan James at Newcastle was a couple yeah. of crosses that came in that front post where Marcus could have probably made that little little run in between the front post. And it's the, part and of the, the fact is as well, you mentioned Danny James. Um, and, and not just the, with Daniel James, with, with most of our wider players. They don't know what's coming from him. No. Mm. You know what I mean? With a lot of players, you know what's... You know what's coming. You can get set. If you don't go the first time, all right, let me set and I'll go again. I remember watching Van Nistelrooy when, when Ronaldo used to be on the board. He used to, be like, he used to just be like, I'm a going, I'm a running. Like, what the It's no wonder them two didn't get on in it. Know, uh, it's yeah. no wonder that all boiled But it's over. like you can, like the strikers have to be, a lot of them probably don't know what ball's coming. Because yeah. so many times we, we'll hit the first man, go over the last man, yeah. go straight to the keeper. I think. It's those relationships you've got to build. With, with. This is it, man. You're right. You've got to give it a little bit of time as well. I think everyone just assumed like, oh, just gel straight away. Marcus and, and Marshall just gel straight away because they've been together for a few years. But they haven't really. Not really because played, changed they? it so many times. And one of them, I mean, there was a time, wasn't there, under Jose where he'd swap him. Mm. It'd literally be one on LFC off. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, they wouldn't play together at all. It'd be one on one off. And then there was a time when Sanchez came in. There was a time we had Lukaku as a striker and one of them would be on a, It was usually. Um, look at that time when Sanchez came in. It was probably Martial's best well, time at the club. Goal don't, scoring. That, I don't, think, I don't yeah. think we've ever really got, got over Martial, that. that was Martial's season. Yeah. Where he would have got 20 goals and he would have got to the World yeah. Cup and got a winner's medal just for sitting on the bench. And yeah. he, up to that point, him dropping him once we once we signed him. I think it was like was it seven goals in nine, mm. playing absolutely mint and free just, free player in a month. So. Yeah, and absolutely mint, and then he just backdoors him. He got double double goal, double figures goal, double figures <coughs> assists. I stood. I could never get my head around that. Never. I never, never got over Jose taking him off against Chelsea, and I used to stick up for Jose all the time. But you remember when he got a the brace two, against uh, Stamford Bridge. Two games. Two, yeah. two. and he yeah. took him off. Yeah. And you could even see him at the touchline explaining it to him like, "Oh, you know, I thought why." 10 minutes well, ago you know Marseille yeah. fucking what? You just t- <laughs> yeah. you're tearing them a new one and it's my old club and I really want to win but yeah. I'm going to take so you off and bring our best player yeah. off yeah. and then they get a last minute we were all over him yeah. I, just, I just oh mate I know it sounds yeah. daft but he just stays with me that and I think like that was him Jose is just like I've had enough of this shit like you know somebody in centre back and all that nonsense it was like right I'm going to take Martial's doing too well I'm taking him off um, right, we've got another Sponsor here. That well, again. Yes, mate. Listen. Balling. We need to pay these lecky bills. Get more plugs um, in bathrooms. Uh, we, um, we, we, as you well know, we've Beer 52. Oh, yes. We're yeah, back. don't forget. You, you've uh, been sent some Beer 52 as well, haven't you? Uh, my missus has been drinking this because I don't drink, but she does. Um, basically, if you don't know about Beer 52. She has to live in with you, to be fair. That's very true. Very true. Um, beer 52 are like a craft beer company. So what they do is they send exclusive craft beers out to you. Um, and they've sent us... Um, eight exclusive craft free beers from around the world so they travel the world and they send you ones from different themes so themes have been from Germany to Korea Norway South Africa um, and they're an independent UK beer company um, and what you do is you sign up for it and they send you a crate of beer so um, you know there's no so you're not locked in you can leave at any time 
and you can get codes. yeah I've got discount codes and all that so your first box sent to you the next day and it contains beer from all over Europe so you'll have pale ales and lagers um, and everything and all that good stuff so if you want to check out our unique offer with beer 52 it's www.beer52.com forward slash devils so the link is in the description check it out and you have to be 18 plus remember yeah 18 plus well remembered drink responsibly Macca. drink responsibly um, but our listeners will get an extra two unmissable beers free. You might so need more than six on Sunday. Yeah, that could be a good way to sort of relax after. Get that all game. the streets signed up and throw them all together in a big box, <laughs> <laughs> stuck in about half two. That's, That's a one. good idea. That yeah, go half four. We look like Brazil. Fifty-two could supply your party. Yeah. Yeah. Just get so, the whole street to sign up. They you go, all get man. eight free Beer beers. Fifty-two street party. All you need to do is cover the four ninety-five for postage. Um, oh. Check it out in the description. Um, we need to wrap up actually soon because despite the fact you've just got here, we've been going for about 40 minutes. What did you talk about really? today? Sorry? What did you talk about for the... Racing. Yeah, with Aaron and Aces. Oh, oh, we, God. you know, spoke about... Ron Atkinson's at it again, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We spoke about Bulgaria, about what went on there, mate. I'm sure you'll be... You know what, yeah? Go I on thought, quickly. I thought Ian Wright was bang on yesterday. That's what I was in saying. what he said. And I think... Greg Clark was also right in what he said, apart from the bit where he pandered to to, the, to UEFA. I think he kind of nailed it and said, look, we've got our own issues in our own country. We can't just, you know, pretend it's not our issue as well. And I kind of, I was glad someone st- stood up and said that from England, from yeah. the FA. Because it's like far too many times we tried. It like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when we, it's bad incidents. And like it may be in, in, in those countries, there's more organised groups of these fascists that do it. But in England, we still have the issues. We still have one or two or three or whatever. But so I'm glad they didn't just say it's it's a them issue and not us, um, because that's the way to resolve it. And we shouldn't disparage Eastern Europeans, should we, Maka? No, because today <laughs> one actually. I will not have Eastern Europeans criticised on this show. Nah, but let's be real. Like, I think I'd still go to Bulgaria tomorrow. And you know what? I'd still me, go to you know Spain. Laugh I'd well. still go to Italy. It, it like laugh you see, those... some of the people criticising Bulgarians were being racist towards them. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> Like this is the thing. Like I think when people are in football <laughs> stadiums, they feel enabled. Yeah, yeah. They feel like they can do stuff and just get away with it. When really they, you know, the kind of can in football stadiums is is the kind of metal thing. But I was think I was saying this in a video I did that. Like if at Old Trafford, a bloke in W three one hundred two or whatever was being racist every week, the club would be able to ban his season tickets. Yeah. So these these nations clearly know who they're selling yeah, tickets to. Of course. Let's not pretend they don't. It's just that they try and mask over it yeah. until UEFA and FIFA start taking real action. Nothing's going to really happen. Do you know what I mean? No. So, but I thought I thought Southgate and the lads handled it quite well. You do not. I, I just right. wish they walked off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. like I feel that was the chance. Yeah, that was to yeah. really say. Enough but then Tyrone Mings is making his international okay, debut. Yeah. And that, do you know think what? he wants to walk off no. the pitch? I have to He'd give... rather say, you know, if the game's going hard, you're yeah. losing. They'd probably be like, you know what. We can't play in these circumstances. Let's walk off. Because it's a walkover, it's easier for them to say, let's just fuck these lot up on the pitch. You know what I mean? Like It's easier. If they were playing against top flight Spain and the Spanish fans are going mad and... They would, they would that would, that would almost be better in a way. You know, like you 1-0 down and you're all right. I've had enough of this getting abusive. I'm not having it. I'm off. Like, yeah, yeah, too but bad. the thing is, people said, like, if, if they would have come off the pitch, then they would have lost the game. Do you think UEFA giving them a 3-0 defeat would have just went we would have let that go no it would have been because the game was so dead like 4-0 up 
It was the perfect time to just say, but then I understand like players don't want to do that. Yo, we shouldn't be expecting 19, 20, 21 year, ads, year old lads to resolve this issue. No, we were saying that about a lot of these people. Forget these are kids, a lot of them, the youngsters, do you know what I mean? I know not children, but you get, you know what I mean? They're, they're very young and they shouldn't have to be dealing with, with all that sort of pressure as well. I think sometimes, you know, we need to look out for them a bit more. So yeah, agree with everything you're saying. I like, yeah, I'd still go to Bulgaria. I'd still go to, because yeah. I don't think these countries, they'll have, Racist issues like England does, but they won't have. I'd still go to all yeah, these countries. he's got his mate coming over, aren't you? Uncle yeah. Bulgaria coming over. So uh, it's not. See, like and today, me last night. This is what an Eastern European lad saved my bacon because yeah. you don't know. Maka, who's thirty years old, doesn't know how to change. Now a tire. listen, I knew, <laughs> I knew how to change a tire. Yeah, it was just a very slow process with me doing it. I have to overthink everything, and I think this guy was sat in his lorry for about ten minutes, just looking at me, thinking, "What is this brown fella doing?" <laughs> Like, what, what is he doing? Let me See, go help this clown. Yeah. And then he went and helped me. He did it in about two minutes. Wouldn't even take a coffee that I offered him after. So I think well getting offered a coffee out and of then like, Jesus. And then like, turn around to put my wheel away. He's gone. I thought, See, not, all heroes, no, thanks. not all heroes wear capes. See? Uh, there you so, go. There oh, are stories that Another thing as well, shout out to our Nigerian listeners. Shout them yeah. out. Yeah. Because someone, Jane in the office was speaking to me earlier and she's like, oh, my family in Nigeria and Lagos always going on about you guys. Yeah. I love, uh, yeah. we got loads of African yeah, followers. Yeah, so I said I'd give um, them a shout out. Um, I want to go to Africa. Have you never been? My cousin lives in Kenya in Mombasa, so I'm going to go to Mombasa. I stopped off in Kenya. Um, we went yeah. to South Africa, but I feel oh, like yeah, yeah. we never, we were in a place that was, had armed guards. We weren't in real Africa. We were, no. we were sheltered. We were, we were living with Ryan Giggs, like, Let's be real here. Ryan Giggs yeah, doesn't, doesn't like, see the real South Africa. Not like me. When I went to South Africa, I was in Sweater. You get me? In the ghetto. I want to go there. The stand in the shanty towns. It was just like being But we could have taken Nick to them places. <laughs> so. yeah. Shit himself. Um, He's got a bootle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your shanty town. Gets a bootle on Sunday morning. Hey, I, I didn't work in Croxley for a little while. Reporting. Unlucky. Um, yeah. Um, go on, Wally. fires that night, wasn't it, Jake? Hey, Wally of the week. Start with Adam. Go on, Adam. Wally of the week. Give me some original, man. Don't just say Bulgarian fans, because I know you're not like that. Yeah, I don't know his name. Have you seen the clip on Twitter of the match where he grabbed his hand and punched him in his face? Have you seen that? <laughs> no, you don't seen it. It was on Twitter the other day, and it was a throw-in for a team. It was a European or a qualifier. The centre-forward's obviously to the thrower, so the defender's behind him. He's got his the centre-forward's arm. And punch in his face <laughs> and hit the deck. Now people will see it and they could tell they could we'll probably get, we'll get pretty unbelievable. That out for us. Unbelievable. It was hilarious. What game was that in? It was a qualifier, mate. That might be my me. favourite, but I think he gets Wally of the week. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, he's got these out. I give him a right whack in the face well, to try and get him. Are there off. any apart from the racists, are there any? Uh, do you know who my Wally of the week is? Right. And I respect what it doing. Can I just right? say Jim White again? You call on it, fair enough. Jim White. Um I I respect what it's doing, right? I'm all for protesting all that. But the Extinction Rebellion person that glued her hands to the floor oh. and then couldn't get a backpack off? Yeah, yeah. Mate, have you seen it? Mate, I can... <laughs> Come on. I, I understand trying to save the world. No, I'm with it. I'm with the protest. I'm with that, but like... If you're going to glue your hands to the floor... You're doing some crazy stuff, <laughs> yeah. man. At least think about the what you're doing tonight. The up out there, like... <laughs> and I feel like they're all, like... There's these there's this section of people that, like, travel to Goa and India and stuff and then they grow dreads and... Beat drums, double barrel names, and all that. And yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. It's most of them guys yeah. that are doing it that are yeah. taking a gap year and that. Like, 
I understand fighting for climate change and climate control and all that stuff, but gluing yourself to the pavement is a bit wet. And then getting in <laughs> and getting in the way of working class people trying to get to work. Hey, come on, do you know what I mean? Can't can't like. And when you when you hear most of these guys' interviews, they can't coherently tell you why they're there because they're all after all that spice. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with him. Like the world's a messed up place. No, like, it is. You have people like. Like all these world leaders telling me to switch my fridge off at night, and well, don't switch your fridge off. At night. <laughs> switch your fridge off. That's, that's some craziness. <laughs> switch your telly off at night and things like that. And you're thinking, <laughs> my TV. What <laughs> world leaders telling you to switch your fridge off at night? Like, it's what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's like, like we're the problem. Like you like shooting all, the all these rockets into the sky and doing all these mad stuff ain't ain't affecting. But but oh. me and my fridge are. <laughs> ends. Right. They're actually. Dare Wally of the week. Right, Mac is saying all the world leaders. Go on. Carl quickly, we're um, outside. But mainly the Tories. Yeah. I'm not going to go over person. I'm going to go with that fucking light. The one over appliance. That the Wally. That light is the Wally of the week. The light is the Wally of the week. So. Oh. Our lecky bill. Our lecky bill is the one of the week. Um, don't forget to check out the Beer 52 and the Athletic links. I said this has been the Full Time Devils podcast number 30, a milestone. 30th episode. I'm 30 years old. I know, man. So That's mine. depressing, isn't so it? So me and Webber. I'm almost there. <laughs> You're younger than me. I'm 28, me, mate. What are you fucking trying to say there? You got, uh, you got about six kids. Yeah, he's starting early. Yeah, four, four. 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 He's got a football team already. Almost. Yeah, when, when they get older, I'm going to play by my side. We need them. Yeah, we do. Mate, we need keep to them in training. Them. Yeah, they're all in training now, so. Good. You seen that keep video of uh, Jamie St. Patrick waking up his son with the gun? Yep. That's me to my child. Football training. <laughs> get up <laughs> now. Get up, you shithead. Time to go make See. me some billions. There you go. Um, that's been Adam McCola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. Thanks to the, 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 the truck driver that saved yeah, me. Yeah, thanks um, for that truck services. driver who's helped him out there. Um, Carl, like, don't forget to check Carl on that United family. Webby, everyone knows sure. who he is. You, you'll see him out and about as always. I've been Jay, and this has been a full time. Where's Brown's birthday party this week? Me, where's Brown around? Mum, I think you're picking up presents. Yeah, his birthday card. I love Can you tell where's come around mine for Christmas? I got I'm mine. I'm mine. Private party. Get hold of him. It's Mason's birthday this month. <laughs> there you go. Get him to get come around. Happy uh, birthday, to Mason. Carl's house to uh, give him a birthday present. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, iTunes. Am I missing anything out? That's Mason's it. Mason's going to get six, eight beers off Beer 52 for his birthday. Yeah, when he's 18, obviously. If his dad signs up for him. Yes, I'll sign up yes. For him. I'll sign up for him. This has been a full-time double podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network.